0: Wow. Yeah, check me out. I pray for this one on the mountain This one on the mountain. Taking pictures on my phone. Taking pictures on my phone. Run for number I even got. For number I don't even got. For a number I, don't got. For a number I don't got no Over more. number I got no more. It all happened now. It all happened now. It all happened now. All happen How the way it's supposed down. to go.
1: Of course, thank you for coming. Or oh, thank you for allowing me to. Yeah, of course, yeah. 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 We've been talking about this for so long. It's about time that we... uh. How time that we did this? There we go. Let's turn this a little bit. All
0: right. Okay. So what's up, everybody? This is another episode of Me versus Me podcast. Uh, I'm here with a good friend of mine. Uh, You want to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, of course. Uh, My name is Stuart Ridgman Espinosa. I actually know Richard through work. We used to work together at Pure Energy Construction. He really helped me out a lot. He's pretty knowledgeable and a hardworking guy. But enough about him. A little bit more about me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a local to California. I'm 28 years old. I spent uh, half of my life in Northern California, the other half down here. Um, you know, some things I like to do. I definitely like to go out. I like to do the bar life, the clubbing life. I obviously enjoy hiking, uh, being around the mountains in this uh, part of town. And, uh, you know, more homey stuff. I enjoy watching movies, uh, doing a little bit of gardening and, uh, you know, just trying to relax. It's a very hectic time right now. So whatever we can do to relax is the best thing to do
0: no doubt no doubt and do you ever feel like um like do you ever feel like this this current generation nowadays a lot of people deal with like a lot of uh, grief Mm -hmm. a lot of depression and stuff like that do you ever experience stuff like that
1: yeah yeah I definitely do um I would say that I have had my own share of what they would call those mental health issues Uh, I wouldn't really know how to define it I definitely haven't been to a psychologist but I do understand that struggle. Uh, nowadays, especially with technology and the stress that we live with, it is hard to, to really sometimes get yourself out of bed or to go to work or even to go out and spend time with your friends. I mean, that's something that uh, people normally have fun doing, but it's it could be hard for them. Uh, you know, something that I realized is we're that generation that, uh, you know, we grew up and then we experienced something horrible. We saw it on TV. It was 9-11. You know, we all got uh, pulled out of school or we saw it in their classroom and. Ever since then, it was uh, it was pretty rough. All the news was always depressing, and I think that definitely took an effect on us.
0: Yeah, most definitely. I know there's a lot of people who, like, their parents died. Mm-hmm. They were given some money, but, I mean, imagine that. Being born and then, like, you don't have any parents. Excuse me real quick. You don't have any, like, parents. All you have is just money now? Like, yeah. that's crazy.
1: Yeah, money can't replace a parent.
0: Money doesn't buy happiness. And imagine how happy you'd be, you know, with or without parents. Like, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I will say that uh, people, they desire money and that desire does make sense. I mean, it's not like people are now trying to get large mansions or drive fancy cars. I, I find most people are actually just striving for safety. You know, they want money to not worry about the bills. If their car breaks down, they don't need to worry about, you know, fuck, am I going to fix the car or am I not going to have food for the family or am I going to miss the mortgage payment? That's the other issue, you know, because money doesn't buy happiness, but it does get you a little bit of security.
0: Exactly. And I'll say stability is definitely security. Yeah. And uh, like someone like me, I can appreciate that very shaky foundation in the beginning. Uh, and then, you know, just kind of like the discipline involved in me getting from point A to point where I'm at now. Um, I, I can really appreciate, uh, you know, stability, uh, security uh, and very solid, you know, foundations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that uh, we're trying to build right now. I definitely think that our recent decade and what happened with COVID especially showed us the, the need for this multi-generational building, whether it be wealth, whether it be property, and to put it quite simply, whether it just be good lessons to pass down or good stories to pass down. Uh, I noticed that a lot of people nowadays, uh, if we're going to talk about the stories, they don't uh, really talk to their elders too much. A lot of children nowadays uh, barely talk to their grandparents. And um, I think there's uh, some knowledge that we're losing because of that.
0: Yeah. And let's let's also talk about, in retrospect, there's also a disconnect from the older generation to the newer generation. Mm. It almost seems, like, very stereotypical to uh, older generations. Look at the younger generations. Like, you guys don't know what's up. You guys don't know what we're talking about. And then us be like, nah, it's, it's different. It's not bad because it's different. It's just new, different. Like, you guys haven't tried that yet. And for you guys, or, like, Uh, I used to sell cell phones, right? I don't know if I ever told you this, but I used to sell cell phones. And the older generations, I'd be like, yo, I can get you a smartphone. They're like, I don't need that. And, you know, based off of, you know, because it was our job to ask questions, I would figure out what they would need their phone for. So I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. And I'd make a real-life assessment on them on the spot. I'd be like, okay, you don't need that phone. I I know what you need. Let me go get you this little flip phone. You're going to like it, you know, because it's new. It's not like the battery's not overheating every time you charge it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a good time using it because – You don't got to kind of, like, sit there, you know, on the counter, do that whole (laughs) counter lean, like, ah, fuck, you know? So this is but, like, for other people, like, uh, I'd be like, it sounds like you could really use a smartphone. And then, you know, against anything I might tell them, they'd be like, nah, it's just too fancy. I don't need it. I just need this. And I'm like, dude, you're not even going to try it out? And then maybe, like, a couple years later, then you see, you know, smartphone being a thing, people start getting it, and it's just like, I knew you needed it. It's just, you know, you probably want to
1: listen to you. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. exactly. Maybe Uh, they just don't think you're intelligent or maybe they're too proud. That's a big thing. Sometimes they get a little too proud, but I definitely think that uh, it's a two way street, you know, these uh, older people, and you see it a lot on the news, how they have a lot of trouble with uh, the youth now because they don't understand their values, especially Uh, they don't understand their logic behind their actions. And it really goes both ways because we're still sharing this world together. Or if you want to be more specific, we're sharing this country or even the city together and we have to get along. So that's something that I feel like is very lost nowadays is this communication. People aren't just talking and getting to know each other enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you can you can go out anywhere, right, and get to know somebody uh i heard uh wallow i I don't know if you uh you follow him on like any type of social media
1: no i'm unfamiliar with that guy actually i don't know who
0: he is he's another uh podcast host right uh and he's like killing it uh he's very well known throughout the like the hip-hop uh circles you know wallow uh um i'm not really too familiar with him but he i do have him on my feed and he excuse me one second it's the, it's it's the dr soda. pepper yeah.
1: yeah it's bubbly <laughs> he said
0: something to me uh he said something like uh A friend or I'm sorry, a stranger is just a friend you haven't made yet. I agree. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know exactly what that is. Yeah, I I definitely live my life that way. I try and meet everyone uh, for two reasons, you know, networking, obviously. Right. Nowadays, we kind of live in that hustler mentality or that, uh, you know, gig or that side hustle. So you got to meet people and meeting people is going to open up more doors. But the other side to it is I like to hear people's stories, you know. In California, we're blessed with this diversity. I mean, you have people from everywhere, all across the world, different religions, different ethnicities. So you're able to really get stories that you've never heard before when you talk to a random person. So, yeah, that's that's a big one.
0: Also, you know, people need uh, interaction. Like, oh, let me turn up this game yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like, people need interaction. Like, uh, you know, they say that uh, the worst thing you can do to someone is kind of like uh, separate them and put them by themselves and isolate them.
1: Yes. And that's yeah. what
0: they do in prisons, right? So when you take away the presence, the feel of humanity from a human, they start to go crazy. Yeah. So if people do that to themselves because maybe like traumatic experiences, maybe negative influences, or maybe they just don't know how to cope with certain situations, Yeah. they start to do that to themselves automatically. And maybe to, to correct that or maybe kind of balance it is just basic human nature. Hey, what's up? How you doing? And actually showing a little bit of like good faith in people, like it's not a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If we want to get to the small things you could do every day, is a smile, a wave, holding the door for someone. Mm. These really make people feel included because uh, you brought up a really good point. There are people that isolate themselves because they do it to themselves. They're not isolated because we ostracize them. We didn't isolate them as a part of the group. No, they, they isolated themselves because of whatever uh, trauma. They're dealing with. And, and sometimes all they need is a simple hello or how are you doing? You know, if you're in the elevator with someone, it's always good to just at least say hi. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And you know what, I man, I used to work at the mall and we were like literally grinders. We'd be sitting in the middle of the mall at a kiosk and we we're trying to get these cell phone sales, man. Yeah. And we we're competing with like some of the other top stores at a little like mall in Panorama City. So, uh, but you see these little old ladies, man, you walk up to them, they don't understand what the hell you're you're trying to tell them. You speak the same language as them, but they're like, you know, they've, they've raised different generations of kids. Like to you, what you're saying, they're like, what, what are you trying to tell me right now? All right, all right, what? Like, you know, and then when they finally calm down, they settle, they're like, oh, you're a good kid. And they give you a hug. You're just like, yeah, All right, bet, you know, have a nice day. Yeah, your supervisor's just like, "What's up, bro? Did you try to sell it? Nah, fuck you, dog. She she just made my day, <laughs> you know."
1: Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's not making the sale; it's someone making your day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, a little off topic. I, I know I need to talk into the mic, but when I talk, I, I need to look at people. You right. Know? So yeah. I think
0: you could just take that off the mic, right?
1: Yeah, you know, and honestly, oh, I, I think I'll just kind of like look here and then look at you when you're talking. Cause... So the
0: way it's set up is the camera is the one you really want to be looking at. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because, uh, one, you know, even if you look off screen, it's cool to just kind of like be able to like for placement. Yeah, that, that's yeah. all this is. that. That's really just like uh, what YouTube is going to see.
1: Oh, that's interesting. You know, the, yeah. and, and I don't know for the people listening at home. This is actually my very first podcast. Uh, I've been trying to get into them a lot. I have some friends who are doing it. And I think it's a great medium. You know, it's a great way to get people to interact because we're exchanging stories and we're able to just kind of talk on even terms. And then when you're listening to it, you could listen to it on your drive to work, when you're making dinner, doing the dishes. So it, it's a great way to disseminate information. That's why I, I, really, I love the technology age that we live in right now.
0: Oh, yeah. Plus, have you ever been in a dope-ass conversation with your boy and then you just – nobody – like, you don't think to record it, but you're like, oh, that yeah. was such a good moment in history.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Then, I, I It's funny. You know, back in uh, – what was it? Like back in high school and early college, back when podcasts were just starting out, I, I could understand why it got so big because there was a lot of times when me and my guys or just me and my friends in general were talking, and we'd reminisce and think, you know, maybe that would have been nice to record that conversation or maybe we should have taken more pictures or wrote something down. And there's a beauty in it disappearing. There's a beauty in a memory. But at the same time, sometimes you think that this conversation would be better if you shared it. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, correct. Also, I've noticed in my old age, I'm only 28, but in my old age, sometimes I distort certain details based off of how I think it went versus in reality how it really went. And that's already, you know, that's like nothing's ever going to be 100% like how you think. You're thinking the dress was white; it was really blue. You know, yeah. you remember that whole like. Yeah, yeah
1: I do remember that. that yeah, crazy. that's actually a big thing that they um that they teach you when you're doing marketing or sales. They really encourage you to record yourself because how you think the conversation went in your head isn't how it goes for better or for worse. Uh, especially in a job that is really critical on your performance you sometimes beat yourself up or you give yourself too much credit. That's why recording yourself in a situation like that is very important. It gives you great perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: mind me. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, don't mind me. Don't mind my phone. Just ignore that. All right? <laughs> so would you like to buy this? Yeah. You don't, look good, don't. by the way. I'm just, I'm just you know, <laughs> getting Shout the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normally I just like put it in my pocket or if I'm doing like a, a meeting via Zoom, I'll just put my phone down. But yeah, there are times where I'm, I think to myself, yeah, that was an amazing, uh, an amazing phrase. You did a great job. Or sometimes I just think to myself, hey, you're a fucking idiot. Can't believe you said that. I mean, that's just how it goes. You know? Yeah, <laughs>
0: that, that I feel like that's also you know human nature, but it's just insecurities, man.
1: Yeah, you know that that's a another big thing that we're coping with right now is how to how to deal with our insecurities. Yeah, yeah, that's something that a lot of people are starting to talk about now. That uh, you know the older generation actually never talked about
0: feelings. You know what I mean? Hey, sometimes I'm scared, or hey, that hurts. Don't yeah. do that. Stop, you know, treating me like that. Yeah, people don't like to talk about that. No, that's too scary. That's too real. But I'll talk about shooting people. Boom, boom. I had this girl working on the street for me. I was selling everybody drugs, ruining you know communities and shit. Yeah, that's the real stuff. Nah, nah
1: bro. Yeah, it's all uh, you know, we're really breaking a lot of stuff down. Uh, so. When you look at uh, this generation that we live in and this time that we live in, we're breaking a lot of things down, and it's for better and for worse. Because you know we're breaking down what we used to think of these constructs of you know you you know be a man, you know like fucking buck up, rub some dirt into it. And I think that's still needed, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with men talking about their feelings or talking about their insecurities because. At the end of the day, you know, we're living in a tough world mentally, maybe not physically. We're not building ditches anymore. We're not fighting in wars as much as we were. But, you know, mentally, it can be a little bit tough. So, yeah, talking about that, we got to we got to break that down.
0: Decompression. Right. And plus, you're you're human. So you got to be able to talk about stuff because when did anybody ever get it right by going in circles? At one point, somebody was like, hey, you know what? Uh, We're just kind of going in circles. We're digging trenches here. Let's cut right a bit. Oh, hey, look. The thing we are looking for has been here the whole time. We were right next to it. But we dug ourselves in a pit. And it took one person being like, hey, you know what? I don't like that. And, you know, just whatever else that you can possibly think of that, like, the human experience may offer. Uh, You have people who, who like, uh, they have, like, you know, certain diseases or certain sicknesses. Or you have people that have certain... Uh, you know, intelligence levels, or sometimes you have people who have like body dysmorphia, they go to the gym, but the more they work out, the more they feel like they have to work out. Like, you know, everybody's got to be able to talk about that stuff without feeling like, Oh, they're going to judge me because of how this person made me feel in the second grade. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a big one is uh, a lot of people lack understanding. Uh, I definitely feel like that has a lot to do with our media. And I don't want to get too political, but w- when you look at the news outlets like CNN or Fox News, they always uh, victimize one side and demonize another side, and they're interchangeable. What what I like to think of is just a lot of people aren't thinking for themselves. They'll either get their ideas or their thoughts from social media, or like I said before, from the news, or maybe even it was multi generational. You know, these ideas that just stuck with them. And they basically turn someone into a hater, you know, and not like someone that's hating on, you know, someone who like hates you for who you are. And um, that's why some people, they find it really hard to express themselves or express their feelings because maybe it wasn't uh, something that uh, their parents encouraged them to do. Or maybe, you know, they heard it on the news that they shouldn't be doing that. Or maybe on social media, they were put down for it. And that's something that's really rough. So I do understand people struggle to to get it out there. You know, for me, it's not hard. I, I could easily talk about how I feel. I can answer any question. But for the other people who it might not be for, so easy for, I, I understand that struggle.
0: Yeah. And it's like you said, for better or for worse, right? Because there's, there's always good things and there's bad things. But it's like you got to kind of take the good with the good and the bad with the bad. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and, you know... I used to be guilty of it where I would like overly fixate on the bad stuff. And it's like, how come it's never perfect? Well, that's just the way life goes, Bucko. Life's never going to be like how you imagine it in your head. But the beauty of it is life's happening right now all around you and just be present.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's a really big one is being present, actually. Um, now, now, granted, I mean, I, I definitely think there's a good place to, to think about the past and to focus on your future. You know, you don't want to just be stagnant. But yeah, a big issue now, and and I I think, and I'm very critical of social media, but a lot of people are thinking about what they could be doing, where they could be, who they could be with, what they could be spending money on. Instead, they're not thinking, hey, you know, this is a beautiful day. Hey, you know, my dog is super happy to see me. You know, um, hey, this meal I ate is like really fucking good. They're not thinking about those small little things that really make a day, that define your day. They're just focused on what could be and they're never enjoying the present and it's very small too it's these very small minute things that if you just think about if you just enjoy you really get to the sense of more happiness throughout the day
0: yeah man i mean i mean plus look at all the stuff that uh social media pushes on you right it's like kill people sell drugs disrespect women yeah Uh, you know like i've even kind of like seen certain atmospheres and at one point like i used to kind of laugh at the stuff where it's like You know, like have a baby by me, baby, be a single parent, like stuff like that. It's like be out. Oh, damn. You literally just talked about like what I even I never had in my life, like a father. Oh, shit. And that's just supposed to be funny. Damn, that's crazy. But the next generation sees it. Oh, damn. okay, that's what they're doing. Let me study them. All right. okay, I see their flaws and their weaknesses because it's a bad thing to be weak. Remember? Yeah. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to turn it into like this crazy monster that can only be broken down by the next generation because they're looking at all the faults. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, that's it's that's interesting you say that. I actually just started uh, reconnecting with my father, um, calling, texting. I haven't seen him in person in years. But that's another issue that we're dealing with as a generation. But this has also been an issue for many decades now as a single-parent household. And you see this a lot in the communities of color. But regardless, this is an issue no matter what race or religion you are. Uh, there needs to be a balance in your house. You know, you you, you need to have two parents, not only to make the life easier on one parent who's probably working and, you know, really trying hard to put food on the table and keep the house clean, but also because you need an influence of both a a female and a male presence in the house as well. So that's another issue that I see um, with the children nowadays. And it's kind of perpetuated by social media with this, uh, you know, I I don't need no woman. I could just, uh, you know, be with as many girls as I want. I don't need to settle down. Yeah, it, it's something I realized that's a big issue now. I don't know how to solve it, but I have definitely noticed it on social media.
0: Shout out to all the single baby mamas. We love you. Yeah. Keep doing what you do, girl.
1: Yeah, keep working hard. <laughs> it's a, it's a, t- a thankless job. It's a tough one.
0: It is. And you know what? So it's like, all right, uh, this goes uh, into like a different deviation of the topic, right? Mm-hmm. Cause there's good and bad, like obviously, you know, if you have maybe like a toxic parent and the other one takes over, well then at least the, the kid has like a fair shot at like maybe having a decent understanding of life. Yeah. But also there's that other thing where it's like, uh, maybe that parent that got the kid, uh, might be introducing the kid into like other people because maybe they, they're one of those people that they always have to be, have somebody and they're introducing more people into their life. But it's also teaching the kid how thing, how, how to let people come and go, come and go, come and go. And it's like, I, you know, th- they might develop like, a oh, OK, so it's all right to have, you know, maybe multiple partners or maybe it's all right to just have one consecutively instead of like working things out. They're like not fucking get rid of it. And, you know, the, the culture nowadays, women are like, uh, well, I mean, you see them sometimes on like social media where they're like, uh, you know, they're they're promoting like, oh, I got like a, a baller. I got like somebody who's got like a lot of money and then they're going to take care of me. And then the kids watching them like. Damn, like i I want that too i want i want someone yeah. to buy me stuff too right and then you might see them out on their instagram and they're like partying having a good time but they're leaving the kids with the grandparents you know and the the kids finally get a phone and then they start seeing it in other places so okay so i guess that's the trend that that's that's what people do yeah you know and then like it it maybe gets broken down in like uh by race ethnicity mm-hmm. right you got like black people you got like uh, hispanics and latinos and then you have like you know caucasian white people maybe even different cultures so it's like everybody's kind of got like every ethnicity kind of has like their own spin on things yeah but it's the same signature from the devil i rebuke
1: you shout
0: out big god you know, yeah yeah there.
1: Yeah, that's um, yeah. it's a very interesting uh, issue that, w- that we find ourselves with. Now, the thing is that the solution isn't to get rid of social media. The solution isn't to get your computer and throw it out because you, you got to think like nowadays compared to people 100 years ago who had to read a fucking book to get the answer for something. We could go on Google, find an answer in seconds. We could read books on our phone. We don't need to carry our books everywhere. We could take pictures and show them to our family. Social media is a blessing this technology we have is a blessing, but I think it's just in a way amplifying the culture that we have right now. And the culture we have is one of just lust and it's lust for, you know, sex or for money or for, you know, it, it, it just lacks this, um, this simpleness in my mind, I, I definitely think we got to really break stuff down and get to our really simple desires and find out why we're thinking this way. That's why, I personally, I've never seen a psychologist. I do think that psychology is great because it's a place for someone to open up and they could really break down why their feelings a certain way. So it helps them grow.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, sometimes you have people who like have like other problems going on in their life and they kind of project that or reflect that in what mm-hmm. they do. So, like, have you ever, like, kind of been to a store where, like, they probably had, like, bad customer service and you're like, oh, damn, that guy sucks. Yeah. But you don't know that, like, uh, everybody he's ever turned to for for guidance has always kind of given him the cold shoulder. Or, like, maybe her, maybe her baby daddy has been kind of, like, sleeping around with all her friends and her family is, like, not the best influence either. So, she's just going through it. And, you know, there's no one she could trust. And, you know, there's just a lot of... Common, uh, or not common, but like a lot of situations like that. um,
1: But but there's a lot of common themes, though. You know, yeah, Yeah, I I I understand what you're saying. Now, Richie, we all, and at least I hope a lot of people notice this and this to be the case. But I, I know it's a tall order. But what do you think could help us with this kind of culture? What do you think could really be done to to remedy this, to kind of fix this, or to at least you know put people back in the right direction? What do you think, personally?
0: I'm going to say God every time uh, yeah. and sacrificing your, your desires of the flesh because the things that you lust for, like you were saying, lust can't, it could be, it doesn't have to be sex. You could lust for like coffee, like, you know, you could lust for anything, yeah. unhealthy situations. Sacrifice your need for that. Get right with God. God's going to take care of you every time.
1: Yeah. No, you can even lust for like work, you know? I mean, you could lust for what people think are good. Lust for exercise. As you said, body dysmorphia before, that could be a, a symptom of it, but yeah, I, I I I agree. I think that religion is something that has both a good and a bad side to it. Definitely, being raised Catholic, I, I I saw the good in the religion. I saw the good in the in the practice and in the discipline and in the habits. But at the same time, when you look at what happened with the Catholic priests on how they, you know, had this scandal and everything. You know, yeah. th- th- that's why a lot of people are turned off by religion. But I still think you could have that discipline you were talking about with or without religion. Um, yep. There's this big philosophy that's really blowing up right now. So just I actually majored in philosophy. Shout out UC Riverside, class of 2016. Oh, yeah. Great, great school. But a big philosophy that's um, going around social media and really encouraging men to be you know better is an idea of stoicism, which in short basically means that, you know, you are – your actions, you know, your life is defined by your actions. And their big way to get there is just building good habits. And basically, when you look at religion, in short, it's a way to build good habits, because you're foregoing the flesh, as you said before. Yeah. And with stoicism, it's the same way, because you understand that uh, those are just desires that serve no purpose and serve no, you know, building blocks for your for your for your house or for yourself, you know,
0: Yeah. I mean, and plus, let's let's be honest, sometimes you got to sacrifice if you want to go for better things. Right. Yeah. You don't be out with the boys, you know, stop chasing all the women. Yeah, Uh, Your dreams will come. Right. Or even if you're chasing your dreams, man, uh, sometimes at some point you're going to have to, like, stop sleeping in so late. Wake up Mm, early. That's a big one. Get grinding.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned that Um, one of the biggest things. That I find in common with, uh, you know, either successful businessmen or just the philosophers that I studied, or just people who live healthy lifestyles that aren't even wealthy—they wake up early. Waking up early is just one of the best things that you could do for yourself. So for me personally, I wake up every day at six in the morning, and the reason for me is since we live on the West Coast, the uh, stock market opens at six thirty. So generally, you'd even want to wake up earlier if you're a professional trader. But still, you know, once you wake up at six and then it's already eight in the morning and people are waking up at eight and you've already accomplished like three, four, five things, you're ready to do anything that day. I mean, you're, you're already ahead of everyone else. So waking up early to exercise or to trade or to read or to meditate. Maybe you might have kids and you got to take them to school. So they're not up yet. You know, get an hour to yourself. That's why I definitely suggest everyone wake up early when you can. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's good for your soul, your body, and you get to see some crazy shit, too. It's always a good thing to do.
0: Yeah. Plus, you know, it's crazy how much extra you can do with just a little bit more free time.
1: It just takes one hour,
0: a day, right? (laughs) One extra hour (laughs) every day, one extra hour. You you putting in some work, man. Maybe you 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 ate some breakfast that day, and you feel a little bit more energized.
1: Yeah, it's really that simple. And you know, I kind of mentioned this before, but one of the things that is important is breaking things down to as simple as you could get it. Now you break something down to a simple form to understand your desires and why you're doing something. And maybe, you know, if you have like a, some mental illness or you're suffering with depression, if you break it down, you're actually able to get to the root of it and combat it. But also if you break things down simply, if you're unhappy, you know, maybe it's because you're not going outside. Maybe you're not drinking enough water. Maybe you got to wake up early and exercise. So That's why I always think in such a complex world and a complex society, we cannot forget to at least once a day break things down to a simple mindset or to a simple activity or simple habits. Just simple is the name of the game for me.
0: Yeah. And for the people who uh, who like kind of like look at everybody else, like, okay, how can I defeat this person? And they got to compete with everybody else around them. Compete with yourself. Compete with yourself yesterday and be better today. You know, congratulate yourself on your wins. Right. Don't get too cocky. Don't be too arrogant, but allow yourself to feel that we did good today and then move forward and then it'll be, you know, it'll be you versus that achievement, but the next day and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful process, I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's really true. You know, you, you are definitely accomplished when, let's say you're playing a game of basketball and you and you beat someone else or your team beats the other team, but I, st- and this is just my opinion, but I definitely think you feel more accomplished when you woke up early and you practice twice as hard. You know, I was listening to, uh, this interview with Kobe Bryant and he would wake up at five or four in the morning and exercise. And he'd exercise three times a day when some people only exercise once a day. And that's why he was so talented. But at the end of the day, he didn't do that to, you know, be the best. He did that to beat himself, you know, cause you can't be the best until you beat yourself first. So That's something that really resonated with me. But obviously Kobe Bryant is just someone of the utmost highest mental fortitude. He was just an amazing human being. Yeah.
0: yeah. RIP Kobe, you know, shout out to him, his family.
1: Yeah, his family too.
0: Yeah. Imagine, and you know what? There's, There's greats, greats that were taken from us that imagine how hard it is to cope knowing that they're no longer around, but everybody still talks about how great they were. And it's like, yo, like that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's what I want, you know, for somebody who I care about. Damn, I just miss him. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I feel about Michael Jackson, you know? I mean, Jackson. you know, say what you want about him. I mean, everyone on the planet knew him. He was a talented individual. And if we want to get more local, you know, I, I'll never forget the day that uh, Nipsey Hussle passed away. And exactly. that that was heartbreaking because I not only enjoyed his music, but I later found out all the stuff he was doing for the community. And now if we kind of circle back to what we were talking about before, It's just this culture of just nonsense, you know, like someone shot him for no reason. I mean, he probably thought he had a reason. He thought he might have gotten notoriety out of it, but there's really no reason. I mean, it was just an absolute travesty. And the sad thing is, you know, everybody wants to be the guy who shot the big star. But then everyone wants to be the guy who shot the guy who shot the big star. So that guy who shot Nipsey Hussle probably isn't with us anymore either. So it's it's a circle. This is how we were going back before it just turns into a big circle.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's a it's a very it's a very what's the word? Uh inviting toxic circle, especially yeah. when you don't see any positive influences around you or any ladders up. Right. Yeah. But maybe you don't need a ladder up. You just need a ladder out. Right? You don't you don't need to be doing all the stuff because everybody else did it for so long. You could be doing the stuff because it's what you want to do and that's the difference enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you know, that's the other thing, too, is a lot of people nowadays, they, they aren't finding their passions. You know, one of the big issues, especially, and, and you heard it recently how Joe Biden just forgave a bunch of student debt. A lot of people think that you have to go to college. You got to go to college. You need to go. Your parents push you to go. Your school pushes you to go. That's the only way you're going to succeed. But it forces people to do two things. It forces people to do something they might not want to do. And it also forces them to have this burden of debt. And it's been all over the news recently that, uh, you know, Joe Biden forgave some student loans and it's an industry. It's a business, you know, and and it's a way to take advantage of young people who don't know what they want to do and think it's going to give them the answers. You know, you you got to work hard. You got to look inward. And sometimes college isn't the right place. You know,
0: nah, because uh, so, you know, one of the clients that we have, mm-hmm. uh, and I just had this conversation like I think a couple of days ago or something where it was like different people. Have different strong suits and different weaknesses. Yeah. So you have different types of learning as well, and you have people who are like better when they listen to stuff, better when they see it, better when they taste it, when they touch it. Who's to say that you know college was the only right way? Like, there's different Mm -hmm. ways. Like, I like that's why I like Montessori, right? Because you can have a child and just whatever towards whatever they lean towards is gonna be the thing that you know they push them to their strong suits and they build on them.
1: Yeah. So. I was actually, uh, I was working in education right before COVID, and one of my dreams, my lifelong dreams, is to, uh, create a private school. Now, I don't want to go into too many details because I got big dreams on that private school, and I got big ideas on how I think we should raise our children. But basically, at its core, is it, it's a way to focus on a uh, inclusive way of education, a, a way of teaching these kids where it's not to a standardized test. You know, you're, you're not just studying to take the SAT or to, uh, you know graduate with a high GPA to, you know, either go to college or get a nice job or anything. It's a way to help kids learn what's actually valuable and how to retain the knowledge. Because when you're taught just to learn for a test, or just to learn for the next step, which most of the time is college, you don't retain the knowledge and you don't have this personal connection with it. So one of the big things is I I definitely want to help kids enjoy learning and remember what they learned. That's actually something my girlfriend does. She's a tutor and uh, she's a math tutor and it's really hard to memorize math but what she does is she breaks it down to first how to study properly and then you'll understand math and then you'll appreciate it more so two topics there but yeah it's just like something something i'm big on
0: now i'm right there with you i mean so me i i took some college right and then i also took some time off from college and i was like all right i'm gonna get back to it as soon as i find some stability so the crazy part about that is i always felt like college Maybe certain classes were kind of unnecessary, but my biggest takeaway from it versus like me not being in college was all the school systems taught me how to do was how to learn. Yeah. How to learn, how just to ask the questions, how to do the studying. And then whatever it is, the topic is like, let's say it's math, but in real life, it could be your job. Mm -hmm. How do you learn your job? So now you got to kind of study that guy and do this. Right. And your test is going to be like when they finally like put you in a position and see how you do good. All right, cool. You pass. You don't got. You're done with the training now. You got the job officially. Cool, bam. And then they got progress reports, which are kind of like those semi semi annual like mm-hmm. you know report cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then promotion wise, you can probably like pass the course. And this is just kind of like a very loose ex- explanation. Yeah, honestly. yeah, but I
1: get what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get that. So, so learning how to learn is important, but also valuing knowledge. You know, the other thing. Sorry, give me one The other thing is. Uh, a, a lot of children they don't see the need to go to school. A lot of children you know, are dropping out and pursuing dreams of social media or, you know, streaming video games. I mean, I, whatever they're doing, it's good. I'm happy that they're doing something. I'm happy that they're happy about it. But it does sadden me to think that our educational system is so rough that children aren't appreciating the knowledge that they're receiving. They're not appreciating history class or math class because at the end of the day, I mean, we do need to still be competitive in that market, but we also want our children to strive for more knowledge and to, to build a base beyond culture. You know, a lot of children nowadays just want to go straight into culture. They want to be a movie star. They want to be an artist. They want to be a photographer or, a social media influencer. And that's not bad, but we also still need to focus on the education and the knowledge sector. We still need to be smart as a community. We can't just focus only on culture, which is very valuable, but still we got to get the kids excited to learn and always want to learn more. I think that's something we got to focus on a lot more too.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, if you, they're, they're probably setting themselves up with false expectations. They, oh, they probably yeah. pick the, the easy path. Let's call it because they think it's easier, but it's hard work too. Everything is hard work. Even if you're, you're falling or if you're, you're winning, everything is hard work it's going to be hard no matter what but if they they're going in there like i'm going to do just social media well guess what those guys are grinders those those influencers yeah. those those beautiful women pages they're they're promoting they're they're doing the research on the products before they even make the video so that way and then the camera angles and all the lighting yeah, that's, that's work yeah. you know what i mean
1: yeah you know i kind of going to move on real quick the other thing that you know, thinking about being present and looking at social media is, uh, you know, a, a lot of the uh, the stuff we see on social media is fake. You know, a lot of the pictures are photoshopped. You know, uh, a, a lot of the places that they are might not look that way or there's a crowd of people around them. I mean, it, it, it's not real life. And that's the other issue is when you look at social media, it's painting a picture that that's unachievable.
0: Yes. And you know what? Just because it looks easy doesn't mean it actually is. And I once had a supervisor. Uh, he he made it seem like, actually, he didn't make it seem, but he he said something one time. He was like, pretty much to, uh, to make something simple is a skill. Mm. To refine it is a skill in itself, because that means it took it took expertise, it took insight, it took in depth knowledge of something to be able to kind of like, you know, boil out all the bubbles and then get it to its purest form. So that way it, you can make it look easy. But on the back end, you know, you don't know how how deep that iceberg is.
1: Yeah, yeah. and that's very true, too. So, you know, if we're going past like these uh, women on social media who, you know, look amazing, there's also those people on social media that make it look amazing, but it's because of hard work. And they don't show that on Instagram. The other thing about Instagram is it's always showing the good times. It's not showing the grind. It's not showing the crying or the depression or the late nights. And people think that they could either get it overnight, it's going to be handed to them or they could achieve something that again, circling back to it, it's not real cuz some of the stuff you see on there is straight up isn't real.
0: Yeah, and so like it creates like this uh like false hope thing and it or it may create like a like entitlement. Yeah. But let's let's go back to Nipsey Hussle real quick because yeah. I really like this story that I tell sometimes where it's like uh I used to just grind 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 and it didn't matter what it was. I know if I just put in the work ethic, I would get somewhere. But then I started listening to Nipsey Hussle's music after he died, rest in peace, but it taught me have a plan. Grind but for the right cause, for the right reasons. Yeah, don't just yeah. grind for anything. People will see that, take advantage of you, and then where are you? Working for somebody else, unhappy, but you know just work. Nah, bro. Like think it through. You know, have a plan, take steps and execute. But like think about it. Methodical. Yeah, you know,
1: I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, part of me thinks that, you know, they took out Nipsey Hussle because he was saying what they didn't want him to say.
0: That's cool, bro. Conspiracy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, especially looking back on his music, too. His music was one of I mean, not all of the songs, but a lot of them wanted to uplift people. And what's great, too, is you saw it in the person and in the art. So his music was very uplifting, but you could see he was doing the same thing for his community. I mean, he was actually, you know, producing what he does on the back end. I mean, it, it's like true on both sides. That's why I really respected the guy.
0: Yeah, because he had more leverage for what he was doing. And that's usually something that like maybe uh, big CEOs at big companies, yeah. they had all the leverage. So it's like, yeah, you can make it look like glamorous online and stuff, but you really know who who's the one who runs everything. Like you bow down to me versus him. He's like. Bro, not only do I own all the royalties and stuff and I'm making start uh, smart business strategies, I could get somebody to beat you up. <laughs> you know, like- yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly it. Like he he really walked the walk and talked the talk. You know, like everything he said was really true, was authentic. And that's what made him so good. You know, um, look at a guy like a little pump. You know, I don't know if you remember that video when they were talking about, you know, if you're going 60 miles per hour, how long does it take you to go? And like 60 miles oh, like that guy's an idiot. And, it, and but it shows in his rap, like he oh, also God. is backing it up too, because he, you know, his raps aren't that good, and he's not that smart. So it's the same thing with Nipsey Hussle. He's very talented, very hardworking, and he backs it all up. There is a lot of artists out there that are very fake, you know, and and that don't represent who they really are. And Nipsey Hussle was someone who represented where he was or, or who he was. Sorry. And then yeah, look at Little Pump. I mean, he you, you get what you get, you know. And that I, I like him because he's not he's not bullshit. You know, he's completely upfront with who he is. But, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, like, realistically, you can be – what's the word? Unexcusably you, but to a fault. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: that's – yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's
0: like, all right, I can't pass judgment on no one. And all I could ever do is kind of, like, wish someone, like, the best of luck or, you know, many blessings and stuff. But it's like, here you – if you were to ever compare the two, which, you know, it never comes down to that, but, like, Lil Pump, Nipsey Hussle, it's, like, to a fault maybe to a degree. And then you have someone who's, like, revolutionary – yeah, uh, prolific as he... As he people are going to think we're
1: so disrespectful right now comparing Nipsey Hussle to Little Pump.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they don't even want to know about that whole Kobe Michael Jordan shit. Oh,
1: oh, man. All right, let's get into it. So I personally... <laughs> Is there- look, I- I'm going to be honest with you. I love Michael Jordan, and I'm actually more of a football fan myself, but Michael Jordan is someone that I look up to. He has great work ethic, and he has natural talent, and he really built a team, too, around his skills. Like, uh, what's that guy with all the weird piercings? and the- Dennis Rodman. I mean, Dennis Rodman, like, he was perfect for Michael Jordan. You know, like, he built the perfect team. Now, Kobe, on the other hand, and again, maybe because I'm younger and I saw Kobe play – I personally think of him as the greatest of all time because of his natural skill on his own. And then the team helped prop him up as well. I'm not saying Jordan was bad on his own. I'm just saying, I think one-on-one, I think Kobe would be better. But again, this is something that you could debate till the end of time. That's just my personal take on it.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I think there's like uh certain traits that you can't take away from someone, but they're, they're very uncomparable, right? Like you had, a. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan's need to win like uh, you would you would hear about it in his documentary where he'd like he'd bet someone and then he'd be vicious ruthless just to win the bet and then you had uh, Kobe Bryant who was with the shits like I mean literally with the dirty work just to win you know and he had it down to a science a degree to where he was coaching people on his own team like yeah. you would swear like he's the only freaking uh, NBA player and they're just fucking like maybe college students
1: yeah so I mean here's the other thing that's different between them is like and I don't know if this is like true or not but you know they say michael jordan got cut from his high school team and kobe bryant got drafted out of high school oh, sure. so that that both affected how how they they mentally are you know like kobe bryant had this strong work ethic he was always fighting himself whereas i think michael jordan was trying to silence the haters that's just, that's just what i think that's my personal take again i'm not a basketball guy but i know enough about it to at least you know hopefully not sound like a total idiot but you know, that, that, that's, uh, I hope, I hope. But that's my take on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure future us is going to be like, ah, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck
1: did yeah. we do? Oh, the haters? I know. I know. Yeah, but that's uh, that's just one of the sad things that we, we don't have Kobe with us anymore. Because, yeah, he, he definitely revolutionized the sport. And I think that he had a lot of knowledge to give still. And that's what happens, you know. You, like, any moment could be your last. And that's why, you know, circling back, you got to live in the present. You know, you got to be very present. Because, like, look at Kobe. To him, he was just on a regular commute. And, you know, the, the, yeah. the unfortunate happened and that could happen to any of us. So that's why just focusing on the right now and appreciating what you have right now is, is crucial. It's very important.
0: Take that extra second to thank God, yes. especially when things are hard. Cause it's like, what can I do? What am I, what am I going to yeah. do? Say, thank you.
1: Yeah. You just got to take a big breath, you know, thank God, thank yourself, thank your parents. Like just thank nature for a beautiful day, whatever you want, but just take a breath, be thankful and you know yeah you just got to appreciate it because uh you know life sucks i mean it's gonna be tough you know you got the highs and the lows you don't want to get caught up on the highs and you don't want to get caught up on the lows you know you just want to keep going that's what matters
0: i mean that's what boxers do right oh yeah boxers they'll get beat up a little bit but they'll switch angles and then they go back in and they'll get beat up a little bit and they're back out and they're you know just yeah just roll with the punches you know literally like the saying goes
1: yeah yeah it's funny i was uh I used to watch a lot of boxing, but I'm watching a little bit more UFC now. Mm. But I will still watch boxing, especially for some Cuban boxers. They just have a way with it that is just absolutely, you know, it's remarkable how they fight, you know? Yeah. Are, are you are, are you someone that likes uh, boxing at all, UFC? What do you?
0: Uh, So, me, I love martial arts. So, anything oh, okay. to do with fighting or any type of, like, a, like skills that can kill you, I love them. Yeah, know?
1: me too. Uh, that, I, that's some fun shit. Yeah, me personally, like, if I am in a fight, I always go for wrestling. Uh, it's really funny how I'm built. So I'm tall, but my arms are very short for my body.
0: Oh, shit! Yeah,
1: I know. Most people don't notice that, but like once (laughs) I put my arm out and we try and like do an arm for arm who has like the longest reach, it's not me, but I have very strong legs and a strong back. So yeah, you know, once I'm close, I can take a hit too. So that's what I like to do. And I do watch wrestling every now and then. But that's why I like UFC, because it got everything in it, you know? Yeah. That's uh, one of my favorite things to watch.
0: And the real-life stuff. Like, not the stuff where it's, like, that sensei dude who's, like, like been lying to people for the 20 years about what he could do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that fake. Have you ever seen yeah, those oh, videos? I,
1: yeah, I, I've seen. I love those videos. Yeah, <laughs> man.
0: Me, too. Like, i yeah. sit there and just be like, hey, lady, lady, uh, Yeah,
1: you know, if you're ever having a bad day, just, like, watch a video like that, and you'll realize life isn't that hard. You know, there's someone always having a worse day than you. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> one of my favorite things to watch is, because I like, I like dude, you do jujitsu yeah so i like to watch those uh when those fake teachers get exposed yes you being a black belt and then you going to a with somebody who's in the supposed black belt you're gonna see what their skill level is like
1: that yeah i love those videos I, I i saw i keep seeing this video and i've seen it for years now it's this uh video of this boxer he's like this uh white guy and he would always like bring gloves to the 24-hour fitness or la fitness and he'd always challenge to fight challenge people to fight he always played dirty, so he'd always hit them before they were ready or get too aggressive with someone who's not, like, ready for a fight. So he was a real piece of shit. And then eventually they brought him to a boxing ring for this. I think he was, like, this high school prodigy. He was, like, this pretty big, uh, I think it was a black guy. And, dude, the fight was just completely one-sided, and he was punking on him a lot. I, I, and I just, I just absolutely love those videos. I love watching people get their just desserts or get that karma or whatever you want to call it. Because at the end of the day, there's always someone bigger than you. There's always someone stronger than you. And, you know, you just got to be humble no matter what. You can't be a piece of shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: If you've never seen that video, I'll send it to you, too. It's a funny video. Yeah,
0: bro, send it to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that being said, I'm going to have to get out of here. But, uh, you know, thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show, man.
1: Hey, dude, thank you. Uh, I think this was a great podcast. I absolutely love coming on here. Uh, We're definitely going to do this again. It's not even a question. Yeah love the conversation. I, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see what your audience says. You know, like, uh, just keep it up, man. You got everything going. Yeah, shout out to Richie, man. He's uh grinding. And then when he's not grinding, he's making music, making podcasts. So follow him on everything and uh, make sure you keep up with him.
0: Yeah. And is there any shout outs that you want to do? Because, like, eventually this is going to be on, like, podcast uh, or, like, YouTube and stuff. Is there any, like, type of following you want or maybe some shout outs you want to direct the yeah, traffic I mean, to? Um,
1: you know, obviously just uh, I always like people that get on my social media. My social media is Beefy Stew. My name is Stuart, so Beefy Stew. The one thing is um, I came up with that when I was in high school, and I wasn't the best at spelling. So I spelled it B-E-A-F-Y-S-T-E-W instead of B-E-E-F. It's Uh, supposed to be B-E-E-F-Y.
0: Yeah, my my brain, I kind of had to like – think about it a little bit yeah like, yeah so it's b-a feast too but uh, either way okay.
1: yeah, add, add me that's my uh that's my handle on everything i originally picked it out for my uh xbox 360 you know modern warfare 2, uh, Modern Warfare 1. yeah so beefy stew b-e-a-f-y-s-t-w-s-t-e-w sorry and uh yeah much appreciated thank you so much all right you
0: guys shout out thank you guys for coming to the me me versus me podcast i'll catch you guys on the next one yeah just wait until i get the outro in there because i wanted I pray for this one on the mountaintop This one on the mountaintop. Take your pictures on my phone Take your pictures on my phone I'm For a number I don't even got For a number I don't even got For a number I, don't got, no I got no more It all happened how It all happened how It all happened how happen The way it's supposed to go